1: host Ralph Malvro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of the SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis.
2: Alright, welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. This year, as of right now, we are sponsored by no one. But if if 200 of you donate a one-time donation of $12, we will give you two extra shows a month, including one per month where I will get drunk and give you a Saints History Moment. How can you pass it up? $12. You're going to spend that at Starbucks by, like, tomorrow at 8 a.m. So all we have to do is 200 of you people do a one-time donation of $12. We'll keep a running track of it. And once you hit it, you get two extra shows a month. So there or,
3: go. or or 100 of you can donate $24. Yeah. That, we'll even there, cut you a deal. We'll you cut go. you a deal. There you go.
2: There, that Only 100. And that
0: basically, and that basically covers the uh, Pelican House – Old donation, right? Yeah. Essentially.
2: Yeah. Or, or,
1: or 300 of you. I can't believe they were giving us so much money. <laughs> or 300 of you can donate $6.
2: Yeah. So basically, when the math equals out, we'll do it. And it wasn't, we're, it's more than the Pelican gave us because we're giving you extra shows because we'll have more money. And it'll be worth our time and we'll do it. And it gives me a, a, an. A, an excuse to get drunk in the off season, which I need.
1: Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. It's eight. It's $8. <laughs> if it's 300, stop
2: with your math. <laughs> stop with your math. So anyway, uh, <laughs> as for the actual saints, um, they got their ass handed to him yesterday. I don't want to hear about this. was one score game. My ass. They got, <laughs> they got rolled. Um, And Andrew, I'll start with you. Um, Like Atlanta was like, yeah, we knew their plays in the first half. We were, they were just, we were just, calling out plays. We knew what they were going to run. Um, was there anything about yesterday that you were like, man, that surprised me? Because I watched it and I was like, yeah, that's kind of how I thought it would go.
0: Yeah, um, I guess I was hoping that tackling would be better, especially early in the game. I mean, it's it's one thing when, you know, BW Web and Sterling Moore getting roasted and Jairus Bird is, is slow, over the top. You know, and Devontae Harris is struggling, and nickel. Those are all things I expected. So, yeah, none of that surprises me. When the Falcons are continually running just a simple dump-off screen to the receiver, you know, where they spread it five out wide. And he's
2: pinballing and for they, 20 they, yards.
0: They run, they, run that, they run that little bubble screen, you know, where you know, the, one of the receivers comes in as a blocker and takes out the man in coverage. And Matt Ryan literally takes the snap out of the shotgun, and unloads it on the receiver immediately, who's standing at the line of scrimmage, and that play gains 17 yards every time. <laughs> I mean that that that's infuriating um, because I don't care how good the offense is. I mean that that's just that's not a play that should be getting more than seven yards ever. Um, so, I mean that that was probably especially early in the game. I mean the seven 75 yard run was ridiculous. Uh, you know, the thing that's, that was frustrating about the run defenses. You know, kind of lost in all this is that they were kind of outstanding the whole game. I mean, they gave up a hundred yards on two runs, and other than that, it was like forty yards on twenty carries.
3: (laughs) So for for basically, but they gave up a hundred yards on two carries.
0: Yeah, 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 totally. (laughs) So like, uh, but uh, but I'm just saying, like, twenty of the twenty two carries was, I would say, excellent run defense, and it all goes out the window because of two plays. I mean, that, that's frustrating. Um, but, but, but I guess my point is there were at least moments in run defense, which is kind of a microcosm of the season. There's, they, they've been good against the run all year, uh, except for you know mistakes at times. I mean, the pass defense was just, the, you know, once again, like, to me this game was a clear example that this team's pass rush just isn't good enough and the secondary just isn't good enough to compete with playoff teams. And until they fix the secondary, and until they get a semblance of a pass rush, they're just not going to be able to win in the playoffs.
2: Or even get there. Or even make the
0: playoffs. But yeah.
2: Well, that goes to my point, Dave. Do you think yesterday... Did, did yesterday Atlanta dropping 38 on them? Did, did it change your mind about... The, the 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 narrative or the thought that people had of, hey, the defense is better, it's getting better, they've been good the second half. Did, did you watch yesterday and be like, oh, that, it's fraud, they're still awful?
3: No, not really. If I'm being honest with you, I think half the guys on the Saints team probably uh, were just sort of mailing it in. I mean...
2: Mm, I don't know about that. They fought but, back
3: I mean, Atlanta
0: had a lot more to play for.
3: Yeah, I just... Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I hate to destroy everybody's perception of their <laughs> idols, but uh, they're just regular dudes, yeah. and they have families, and they have kids. They were, on and... booking, they
2: were at booking vacations on Travelocity before kickoff, yeah.
3: Well, not even that, but I mean, you certainly don't want to end the season with some major injury and, and have to, you know, in the last game of the season, that, that is worth nothing, technically. Thank God and, Sheldon and Rankin's be... isn't
2: hurt badly.
3: Yeah, well, exactly. And and have to be spending your entire offseason rehabbing instead of enjoying vacation and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, you're never going to hear it. The players are never going to say it. But I'm sure that there are players on the team who are like you know, not Mark. Who are Ingram. are not giving though. it their. He was all. Gi-
2: he was giving it. All. He won his sixth. Mark wanted-
3: Ingram had a, Mark Drew Brees, Mark Ingram, Mike Thomas. They all had um, had milestones that they wanted to hit hit. And I'm I'm sure you were going to bring it up anyway. But I mean. Holy crap Mike Thomas I mean he 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 had he had a better rookie year than Marcus Colston did um, he so, a, did he
2: miss one or two games
3: uh, he missed at least one I don't know about two um you know he had more he had one he missed one game. Yeah. More touchdowns, more receiving yards, more total catch. He had, what, 92 catches? I mean, 92. that's ridiculous.
0: He had, a, he had a better rookie season than Brandon Cook.
2: Is too. he, is he yeah, the first? Yeah, I
3: mean, you've got to be creaming in
0: your
2: pants over he, this guy. Is he, and anybody can answer this, is he the first training camp superstar to exceed his hype?
0: The oh, first? That's a good question.
2: I mean cuz he was the That's training camp good super question. He's the training camp super. He was the training camp superstar from like opening day. And he like I can't even threw it re- out I can't water. even
3: remember a training But he was like a I third round re- pick. I mean, he was No, but I second ex- round.
2: Well, yeah, I get so, that. Yeah,
3: he was expected
0: I get to be that, good, but I mean I mean right, the, but He was I can't good. Remember, right remember the last training camp
1: hero that There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
3: <laughs> Hi, checking in for
1: Or the perfect table.
0: Like made the team. <laughs> I mean, I can't remember the last time a training camp hero, like, had more than like two scores in a year. You know.
2: Uh, um, Kevin, um, you're my go-to person. I saved this question just for you. You're my go-to person of for Atlanta hatred and bile. Um, I'm very concerned that the Falcons may go to the Super Bowl. Is my concern warranted? I feel like. The NFC, even though Dallas is really good, like I feel like Atlanta getting that buy, like they could go to the Super Bowl. Tell me they're not gonna go to the Super Bowl.
1: Um they might go to the Super Bowl. I mean God. It, it I mean there's a there's a decent enough possibility. Um we're gonna I, have I, I was getting into it with uh oh no no, I, no no I'm sorry to cut you off go ahead I was go gonna say, ahead please. we
2: are going to have there is a distinct possibility Kevin and I don't mean to bring politics into it but I'm going to do it anyway there is a distinct possibility that we are going to have an NFC championship game of cowboys Falcons and a president Trump all at the same time
1: yeah
3: it- <laughs> yep
2: I mean for some of us that is the apocalypse. <laughs> I am not going to lie. I I I will be. I I am. I don't know what I would. I would root for Dallas, but man, I would feel really dirty about it.
1: I mean, listen. Oh, yeah. If it's, the Giants if it's are if going if, listen,
3: Super Bowl, so I wouldn't listen
1: if it's between Dallas, if it's between Dallas and the Falcons, I'm rooting for the cow. Cal- I, I, I not even rooting. I'm. I can at least look at it like, well, Dak Prescott, <laughs> you know, like Tony Romo. Get you know, everybody, all the Cowboys fans got. Raging ones for Tony Romo, and the second he gets hurt, and Dak Prescott steps in, y'all finally do something in the playoffs. Uh, that's that's a that's a sign, you jackasses. <laughs> oh. um, but but then again, Jerry Jerry Jones gets to be happy, and I really don't like that. Um, yeah, yeah. This is this you guys is realize there's also the, the possibility
0: that the Falcons lose their first game, their first playoff game at home.
2: Yeah, I mean... Oh, no, and, I'm... And, who, and, yeah, who... And, and
0: make the playoffs utterly delicious.
2: Who's the... But, but let's see. They'll Let's see. If Seattle plays Detroit, so Seattle's probably going to beat Detroit, so they'd be the three seed. So they would go to Atlanta, and then you'd have Green Bay play the Giants. The best-case scenario for Atlanta to lose is for, like, Detroit to beat Seattle, and then Green Bay win, and Atlanta have to play Green Bay. That's the, that's the best-case scenario, I think, because I... I I think Seattle man, Andrew, that offensive line and their offense isn't that good. I don't know. They man, they, when they go away from home, they suck this year. And I just I worry yeah. – I mean, I worry about I think Atla- I think Atlanta could kick them in the balls on the, I, because I think Vic Beasley would just destroy their offensive line. Um, but, you know, it, it is always fun to root against Atlanta. Um Yes, it is. Uh, um, Yep.
1: I guess, Andrew, my
2: question is, Mm -hmm. how much better is Atlanta than the Saints heading into next? Like, how how big is the gap in your mind?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I don't care what the yardage numbers say. I I think Atlanta is a better offense right now. I think their offensive line is better. Uh, I think they have a running back that is a game breaker. You know, he... I, he's different than Ingram. I would say that you know he's not as much of a get you a third and one tough yard type of back. You know he's not a power guy. Um, but I mean, in terms of just being dynamic, his shiftiness, his ab- ability to just stay alive, stay behind his blockers, and then make a cut and, and make you pay. Um, and then his ability in the passing game, I mean, mm-hmm. freeman is 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 awesome, and he has been killing the Saints these last few years. Um, and then, you know, Matt Ryan you know, is, is, has had time this year. So he's been able to pick his spots. And, and uh, you know, they've got so many weapons. But, I mean, it all starts with Julio Jones, obviously. So um, I, I think their offense right now is better than the Saints. Hopefully Shanahan say. will leave. Um, yeah, will I mean, I would say defensively, you know, I, I just think the big difference is that they have young guys making plays. You know, this, the Saints, I mean, they – Kim Jordan a little bit and Rankins, you know, showed some things, which is nice, and Vaccaro. But like, I mean, Vic Beasley and Deion Jones. I mean, I, the Saints don't have anything like that. I mean, Vi- Vic Beasley. Yeah, I mean, Vic Beasley led the league in sacks this year. You know, when's the last time the Saints had a guy that led the league in sacks? I mean, it was what Leroy Glover? Yeah. So, um, I, I just, I mean, I, I think just in terms of like individual talent, the Falcons have been able to find. Guys that you have to account for, and I, I would put Desmond Trufant. I, I would yeah, say Trufant around. is better. He's better than anything the Saints have on defense. So, you know, I would say that Atlanta defensively. I mean, I, they haven't arrived, and, and certainly we saw the Saints kind of make some plays on that defense and and score on them these last in these two games this year. But Atlanta at least has. Well, I wouldn't say top to bottom. They're super sound defensively. They have playmakers. They have really good playmakers, and I would say the Saints have none.
2: Yeah. Um, now we'll get to the the twenty thousand dollar questions, which I thought we settled this last year when Sean Payton said he was staying and signed a five year deal. But apparently, Sean Payton the, apparently the Saints are like a mid major MAC program, and Sean Payton <laughs> is the hot young coach that everybody wants, and he's looking around thinking of going to a big conference. Um, Kevin, I've had—I've I, I, just had enough of it. I like what other what other team, what other coach has, has ever gone through this two years in a row where they're like, oh, the coach might leave, they might trade him, he's looking at other jobs. Like, when has this ever happened in the NFL two years in a row? I mean, Gruden left and went from Oakland to Tampa, but he didn't flirt for two years and then go.
3: Now wait a minute. First of all. I don't remember last year. All I remember last year is people like Ian Rappaport. I actually only remember Ian Rappaport reporting yeah. this as as a as a rumor. Now this year you've had some of those those guys, and you had Jay Glazer. But I I didn't actually believe any of it until Larry Holder uh, reported it. That's that's when I finally took it seriously. Up until then, yeah. uh, I, I never really gave it much salt.
2: I mean. Kevin, like, I can't think of any time where any other coach has done it. And, and I just, like, Kevin, you'll remember, like, Benson fired Randy Mueller because he flirted with Atlanta. I feel like if Benson wasn't eating ice cream and drinking Chardonnay by the gallon or red wine by the gallon, like, he wouldn't put up with this. Am I am I wrong for thinking that?
1: If Tom Benson knew he was Tom Benson, <laughs> he wouldn't put up. Yeah. I think Tom Benson thinks he's uh, a uh, an 18th century uh, – gentlemen
2: um but Andrew I guess I'll go to you um tonight Sean Payton said he what did he say I expect to be here I plan on being here blah 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 um but the Rams I I, I guess Andrew I'm thinking that if Sean Payton is going to leave it's not going to be like He's going to go and interview with the Rams and see if they get along. Like, when, sh- if Sean Payton ever leaves the Saints and they don't fire him, it'll just be like, boom, 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 uh, done. It won't drag out at all. It'll just be like, Sean Payton's going to the Rams, second round pick, boom, done, you know? Sort of like the Jimmy Graham trade happened.
0: First, first of all, I don't think he's going to the Rams. I really don't. I, I just think they, they don't really have much ammo. I don't really think that Rams would want to part with a second or a fourth because mm. that's all they have. You know, they don't have a first or a third. And I don't think Sean Payton would be that excited to go to a team
2: oh, and by that the doesn't way, have a oh, a
0: draft pick in the first three, four rounds.
2: Oh, and by the way, I forget the guy's name, but he's really good and, and he breaks down, like, every quarterback play of the whole year and, like, writes his perspectives, perspectives on quarterbacks, mm-hmm. which is really cool. He's, he's Irish, which is weird. But he graded golf and he's like golf if you uh measure for like errors and and whatever he's you can argue that he had the worst quarterback season ever in the history of the nfl
0: yeah well that's fine but i i know sean payton really likes his potential and i think sean payton thinks highly enough of himself he liked grayson too in my my offense it would be different um (laughs) Yeah. But but, anyway. yeah, but
1: Jared Goff is no Tyler Palco, man. Let me tell you.
2: <laughs> that's how the dude sounds. And I want to have him, oh, I love it. And I want to have him I on the podcast. It. I wonder if he'll get Sean mad. Sean
3: Canfield. <laughs> I wonder if he'll get mad. Oh, or... Sean,
1: Sean Canfield. He is a he is a fine gentleman, but he the man can't throw a pass. He is he's like that. <laughs> can't throw a pass, man. Oh, that's I fantastic. Mean, you, you know, you give you give the man a hurl and, and and he can go out on the field and, and, and swing and swing the club around there on, on the hurling fields. And that's you know, there's, there's some fine hurling to be had there. But the ma- the man's not an NFL quarterback. And Sean Payton <laughs> drafted him.
2: Mm-hmm. This Jared
1: Goff fella is he might have been fine uh, fine at the university, but but not at the professional level, I tell you. <laughs>
2: Note to self: X off these. Can we these. just have a podcast of
1: that for for the rest of the show? I'll just do that for an hour, Kevin. <laughs> uh, if I were if I were to get Sean Payton's ear, I'd get him. I'd sit him down. I'd sit him down at at the bar and and we'd have some Killians because I tell you, Killians it truly is the sweat of the Lord. And Killian, I would just tell him, listen, you can't. Just the Rams are not the franchise to go to. <laughs> what if would you're be- gonna fl- if you're, if the Saints want to fleece a franchise, it's not the
2: Rams. Who would it be? <laughs> Who would it be, Irish Kevin?
1: Well, I, I, I haven't had enough time to really look at the statistics and 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 crunch the numbers, if you will.
0: Uh, I mean, does it get any better than Leprechaun, Kevin? No, Leprechaun. To go,
1: let's go uh. talk to the father on this one. <laughs>
2: oh leprechaun kevin is the best that's what you can get you get you could possibly get an extra podcast of leprechaun kevin every month dare
0: say dare i say leprechaun kevin is better than sir kevin
2: he might be (laughs) i think i i feel like leprechaun kevin is just strong the whole way through and the the, the, the,
1: leprechaun yeah yeah the yeah yeah
3: yeah
2: i feel (laughs) yeah
3: just yeah. Shut up! So you should probably just hang up now. Actually, <laughs> 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 go um, out on a high note like Costanza. stanza. Uh,
1: no, I've still got a rant in me.
3: Oh, yeah, that's they, right. Well, oh, hold go. on. So what I was going to say about golf, real quick, is that I don't think you're going to do the rant though, in, in, as Irish Kevin. Now, though, no, I can't possibly do that. <laughs> oh,
0: come on! <laughs> All
2: right. So what were you going to say
3: about right, golf? Go ahead, and No, no,
0: the, the Rams. I, I just don't think it's the destination for Peyton because they're interviewing eight to ten guys, and I said this on right. Twitter. Uh, I, I I just. I don't.
3: But his daughter lives th- in L.A. This,
0: yeah, I don't. I don't see this long, drawn-out process where. Yeah. You know, they're like, "Oh, we're going to interview a bunch of dudes," and like, the Saints aren't going to mess around with that. And Sean Payton, like, you either want me or you don't. And like, it, you know, I'm not going to go. Sean Payton's not going to go interview in L.A. and like compete with seven dudes for the job. So like, Didn't he's build, already got a job that pays him nine million dollars a year. So, I, I think the biggest threat to him leaving would be like. For the Broncos, let's say, yeah, hey, hey, we have Paxton, we have Paxton Lynch. we'll Mickey, we'll give you a first or a second, whatever, you know, like we'll we'll give you a nice draft pick for Peyton. and Sean, you can come here and and you know they, they immediately come out of the gates and say, "You're our guy. Here's the draft pick. Let's go. And that's how he leaves. that that's and how he's got Paxton Lynch
1: and Trevor Simeon.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So and I, it- that that's a scenario where i I could see him leaving. But this whole Rams thing, how they're dancing with interviewing all these people, like, there's no way this ends with them landing Sean Payton, no, in my opinion.
1: It, dude, it's it's that they're owned by Stan Kroenke and they're <laughs> run by Kevin Demoff. Those two, I wouldn't let run a fucking taco truck. <laughs> Here's the thing. I wouldn't let them run a fucking taco truck in downtown Phoenix. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Downtown Phoenix is not the taco market you think it is, though. So,
1: Okay, fine. Downtown San Antonio. <laughs> there you go. Um, the, I, his,
0: the His daughter
1: goes to college in L.A. like or nearby.
0: She goes to like, that, all right, that,
1: okay I've got right? Bill Cowher's daughter didn't Bill Cowher's daughter go to college in the Carolinas, yes. way back in the yes. day, yep. and wasn't the hot rumor? Oh, Bill Cowher's going to come coach the Carolina Panthers. Yep. How'd that turn out, you jackass
2: experts? Good memory, Kevin. That's a good point. Um,
1: yeah, I made a salient point. It's two <laughs> days into it's it's two days into 2017, and I've made a salient point. I'm done for the year.
3: <laughs> Kevin, C- actually, <laughs> Kevin, maybe now you should hang up.
2: <laughs> George Costanza, leave on a high note. Um. <laughs> But, but I just
1: hit two home runs. I'm going for a third, Chief. Here, here's, oh, the thing.
2: here's the thing with Sean Payton is the Saints, like, it can't drag out, one, because Sean Payton's just not going to do, what, Andrew, what you said. He's not going to go through a dog and pony show. And second of all, the Saints can't let him, dude. If if the Saints let it drag out for two weeks and then he leaves, dude, all the good candidates are gone and the Saints still have to hire a coach, man. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. like it's Like, it's got to get done. I mean, I'm sure Mickey Loomis has a list, but who knows who we have on the list. Let's play a fun game, though. Well, that's, uh,
3: that's why they sat down immediately. According to Holder, that's why they sat down immediately after the game yeah. uh, on Sunday and to talk about what Peyton wanted to do and what his feelings were. Uh, it sounds like Peyton said, I'm just going to stay. So,
2: Or Mickey Loomis said, you're not leaving unless I get a one. And Sean Payton, <laughs> and Sean Payton said, "Cool."
3: And Payton was like, "Ah, fuck." Payton well, I like, guess I'm staying. I guess I'm staying. <laughs> you have to
2: make nine million dollars. Uh, you don't me. want an unhappy coach, do you? Uh, let's play a fun game, Kevin. I'll start with you. Let's let's do the scenario of Sean Payton leaves. Who's your nightmare scenario that the Saints hire? And it can be total.
1: F- Doug Marone. May- Oh, that's your nightmare scenario. That's a that's a. Doug Marone. Oh man, that's like the most likely scenario. uh, And I don't uh, give a shit. Doug Marone followed by followed. Oh fuck. Uh, followed by I don't know. Jeff Fisher. Oh, L. A. and New Orleans just swap coaches. Yeah, never never mind. We had we had (laughs) never mind. Never mind. Jeff Jeff Fisher over Doug Marone.
0: Dave, I know you're kind of checked out. with with canal street chronicles at this point but Mm -hmm. you need to you need to talk to your boys about (laughs) the suggestion of chip kelly today i saw that i mean that was trash that's my (laughs) nightmare scenario
2: even worse than marone
0: i mean yes yes chip kelly like chip kelly like you might as well say mike smith
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, this
3: is this was Chip Kelly's first year in San Francisco, right? They own this was it. Yeah, I like
2: that Chip yeah, Kelly wow. on the way out dropped. Didn't the, even
3: give him a second year.
2: Uh, Chip Chip Kelly on the way out dropped the. I wanted Dak Prescott, but the douche GM wouldn't draft him on the way out. Oh, the, wow. On the way out the door. Um, Doug, I, at least with Doug Marone, they might like keep Carmichael, keep Allen. They could go all in for one more year with threes It might not be. Awful from the jump. Dave, who would be your worst case scenario?
3: I said Jeff Fisher. Said
2: Jeff, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> we'll I, just
3: I, we just swap coaches with the rams.
2: We if, if they hire Jeff Fisher, we might have to fun <laughs> we would have to fundraise for a plane over airline drive and to start an occupy airline drive movement and camp out in the parking lot.
3: We wouldn't, we, <laughs> wouldn't we wouldn't
0: go backward we would go backwards though. We would and 9 in yeah. perpetuity.
3: Oh yeah. Uh no you know who, you know who I, you know who I wouldn't mind um although I don't even know if he's interested in getting into, back into coaching but you know Tom Coughlin is interesting to me. I would be interested in him. He'd I know be, he's I mean, old. it would
0: it would never happen but I would prefer Gruden to Coughlin personally. Gruden would I would be to interested a, in Gruden too but to take I he'd have He'd have to take a pay no, cut. No, it's not happening. He'd have to take yeah, a pay cut. Well, he, he doesn't make $9 million a year, does he? I mean, yeah, that's what does. the Saints are currently paying
2: their coach. He makes like 10 I think, at ESPN.
3: Oh, wow. Okay.
2: So maybe just a little bit. And he bit. doesn't
3: have to wake up at 4 a.m. every he day. He does that anyway. That's <laughs> <laughs> true.
2: Uh, so, Andrew, who would be your nightmare scenario?
3: Uh, Chip Kelly.
2: Chip Kelly.
0: Could you imagine Chip Kelly trying to get Drew Brees to learn his offense? And I mean, ugh.
2: Yeah, with with,
0: with Bre- Brees at thirty-eight years old, and I mean, ugh. yeah, They're we're not gonna awful.
2: we're we're just gonna go the fast. We're not gonna work. do we're not gonna do different formations and and packages. We're just gonna go faster. Yeah, that's yeah. that's gonna work out great. My, <laughs>
0: uh, my and, night- and Brees is so OCD. Like, if anything, Brees with his like checks and his audibles, <laughs> like Brees. Brees couldn't handle it. Like he would have a meltdown in Chip Kelly's offense. Cause he'd be like, ah, I'm not ready to snap the ball. I, I haven't accounted for this blitz and this, this, go- this look. And you know, like no, he, but you yeah, know- and, and, and chip Kelly and chip
1: Kelly and chip Kelly, you know, chip Kelly would be like, now listen, I've designed 75 new plays that, res- that, that result in you throwing the ball to Colby Fleener and avoiding Michael Thomas at all costs. <laughs> here's the, here's the, here's the one interpret that how you will.
2: Here's the fun part of of Chip Kelly though. I think Drew Brees would go total rogue and he would grow the old man beard and he would just start running the offense himself and after games like Tiger Woods beard. Yeah, like the and and, and just go totally rogue and like his press conference after game would be phenomenal because he would just not give a shit cuz he knows he'd be out the door in 2018. I think – so that could be fun, but 4-12 and wouldn't be fun.
0: I think we we need to talk about Breeze for a second here.
2: No, well, I get to give my nightmare scenario. Oh, Oh, right. My nightmare scenario is the Saints drag Peyton out so no one's left, and they hire Charlie Weiss, wherever Charlie Weiss is. (laughs) What? Uh, What? I
0: mean that's not even – that's not even – you know (laughs) – feasible that's not even like remotely in the cards
2: or it would be uh rex ryan
0: oh god rex ryan would be horrible
2: (laughs) Uh, so so andrew we do need to talk about breeze um He's had some interesting comments, like in post game. He was like, "I'm tired of this," which I use as a jumping off point for just a rant in my <laughs> WWL column, which got a ton of hits. Yay me! Um, but he's <laughs> he's like, "I'm tired of seven and nine. I'm tired of saying, ne- you know, it's, this next year is going to be the year." Um, and he's like, "I'm playing out the contract," which I thought was really interesting. Um, so, yeah. your thoughts? I mean, is are, are you? I'm thinking that this is it, man. 2017. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think I think we all we all said that um, next year we we all kind of thought that Sean Payton was going to stay. I mean, we we've said this kind of all season long, and we kind of expected that the team maybe not to be as good this year, um, or, or kind of stay the same. But um, we 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 kind of, and I think a lot of Saints fans feel this way. We kind of all envisioned you know 2017 it, and and Sean Payton has to win in 2017 or it's over. And I, I just think Breeze doesn't want to extend his stay in New Orleans until he sees what happens next year. And whether that means retirement or if it's no another seven, way. nine or no if way, well, maybe retire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably no way. Yeah, if, if Sean Payton were to leave this offseason, you know, then I, I think there's no way Breeze stays. You know, I, I think that he would run out his contract and then maybe join Sean Payton wherever he goes. Um, but. I, I, I just think, I, I think he'll give it one more year, and if the Saints make the playoffs and want to renew, then great. It, but if it's another seven and nine season, um, I, I just think, yeah, Breeze will be like, "Fuck this, I'm out of here."
2: And Peyton will be too, I think, because I think, I yeah. think, I think next yeah. year, like all the things that we that I mean, because that that how many that'll be five or how many years will that be since two thousand nine? Next year, seven.
1: Eight, eight.
2: So like all the things that we don't like, but we kind of have put up with, like the slow start, and they and they and they they get back to four and four, and then they collapse again. Like and we've kind of like grinned and bear it and like good cheer and like whatever. I just think next year, like the, the fan base <clears> ain't putting up with any of that shit, and they better yeah. they better get from the jump, be good, and um, I just think. Next year they're gonna like if it doesn't go well, Drew Brees and Sean Payton are gonna hit the eject button. You know.
3: Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, I have an opinion on this whole thing too. Um, Well, it's funny because actually last weekend over the Christmas weekend, uh, I did have the opportunity to talk with somebody close to Drew Brees, and um, I actually think that uh, yeah sauces. <laughs> um, <laughs> was it was it Tom Payton? <laughs> no, it wasn't Tom Payton.
2: Oh yeah, check was, his check his website. The magician will tell us if Sean Payton is staying or not. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's right. We forgot to do that this year. Um no, to be honest with you, I, I think that uh I think Drew Brees is not tied <laughs> to Sean Payton, so and, and I think that uh I think Drew Brees is going to play another three um Maybe four years, and I think it's going to be here. He, look, he's—I—I I, I think at this point, um, mm-hmm. again, I hate to be—you uh, know—I hate to not sound like a, uh, a total fanboy. Um, you? <laughs> yeah. No, I know. Um, but uh, I, I think Drew cares just as much about his own personal legacy and. Um, and this is not what was this is i didn't get this from the source this is this is my own personal opinion i want to clarify the, the difference there but um, yeah he
2: is kind of mr new orleans wholesome guy save but the wait city. what's
3: what's the source what, what's the source that 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 he plans of, to play yeah. another that he that he definitely plans oh, okay. to play another four, 3 4 years I don't, I don't know whether they were okay. counting this it, the, the, it said 4 years i don't know whether they're counting this season or not which which puts him at yeah. like 42 but he, or
0: he so. he's, he's he said that in the press
3: before yeah like, yeah yeah he, which, right, yeah exactly yeah, right. yeah. Um, but of course, obviously, this is all depending on health and, and injuries and that kind of stuff. Um, and but but he but they did also say you know here in New Orleans. And I don't, I don't think he plans on going anywhere. And I mean, again, I, I think Drew is just as concerned with his own personal legacy and the stats. He's so close now to uh, to potentially putting up all time great numbers and besting um, some of the major uh, records um, and everything that i have ever known about drew Brees, that kind of stuff is you know his, his it matters whole personality a lot. It matters his whole a lot. yeah his, his whole personality is to be the is to be the best and to and to work as hard as possible and all that yeah. stuff so so that's one yeah. aspect of it i, I do I know, think he wants he, to play he's big on um,
0: like baseball history and I just yeah. know he's a big he's a big stats guy like yeah. with
3: other yeah, interests yeah. in sports. So, yeah. um, and, and then and then the second thing again, going back to what I said earlier, is that these guys they're 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 people. They have families and lives and and wives and all that kind of stuff. Like, I just don't see him at this point. I mean, he's been in New Orleans for ten years, going on eleven years now, and uh, he's deeply rooted here and in in this community in our neighborhood. And uptown, and uh, I just don't see him moving to another city and dealing with all that crap, um, going to a new team, learning a new offense, and all that crap. Well, um, just to chase a championship, Peyton, yeah, to chase a championship. But, uh, but uh, again, I I don't think that Peyton Manning and Drew Brees are the same kind of person, and I just don't, and and man, Peyton Manning is a
1: cyborg. Uh, assembled personally by Archie Manning and a team of, well, uh,
2: of engineers and, let's, and, and, let's, and, and, and scientists. Let's, let's be real. The Peyton Manning to Denver was a rare circumstance. If the Colts had been 1 in 15, what were they 1 in 15 or 2 in 14? When when Peyton got hurt,
3: if that yeah, yeah, yeah Peyton if, was coming off surgery, the whole thing. The but whole no, thing they
2: different. would have they would have kept Peyton. The only reason they they got rid of him is because they had Andrew Luck, who was a slam dunk. He's going to quarterback your team for fifteen years, guy. If 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 Peyton Manning would have got injured and the draft would have been like this year, where there's no good quarterback, the Colts would have kept Peyton Manning and drafted whoever, and said. Peyton's gonna come back. We're gonna fix the defense. When Peyton gets back, gets back, everything will be okay. Like that was a unique circumstance where Peyton Manning left. You know, Um, the -hmm. one thing I, the one thing I will say about Drew Brees is these endings. Like, there's so much left to go. I mean, what if he gets hurt? What if he starts to stink? What if, you know, what I'm saying like like there's all sorts of scenarios that could make the decision for the Saints really hard. Like what if the Saints start 6 and 0, but then he he breaks his, you know, he has like what happened to David Carr where he breaks his leg and he's out for the year and the Saints were 7 and 1. What do they do? He's 38 and coming off a broken leg. Do you re-sign? And like like there's all kinds of variables that have to come into it, but I think the bottom line for me and I was thinking this as I was I think
0: around. I think Breeze is aware of that, too. Yeah. I think the, that's why he's like, let's just see how this year goes.
2: The one thing that, that I was when I was driving around today and I thought of this is, and I'm not say, saying this just because I'm diehard Saints fans or whatever. If you have Saints season tickets next year, which my family does, you don't want to be selling them for, on the ticket exchange if the Saints are bad or you don't want to go. Like, if you can go to the games next year – you want to make sure you go to every single one if Drew Brees is starting because you just don't know when it's going to be over. Yeah. And you want to go because even if the Saints are the same old 7-9 and nine or worse or whatever, you can still go, and Drew Brees might drop 404 touchdowns, and you want to see it. And that's my advice for next year. Don't be One other
0: me. thing. That's good advice. One other thing I will say about this Brees situation, I just think – the contract negotiation has taken a toll on him. You know, and now we've done this twice now where there was a lot of stress. There was a lot of negativity from fans towards drew uh, a lot of negativity towards Loomis. And I think breeze wasn't a fan of how things played out. I mean, I think he understands, but I think in a perfect world, the both deals would have been done a lot sooner and I, I think he views it as a distraction, and I just think he want, I think he wants to be like, look, let me just play out this next year, and either I'll be awesome and put up five thousand yards <laughs> again, and then I'm on an open market, so you oh better pay God. me. <laughs> oh my! God. Or, or I'm awful, and if you try to lowball me, I'll just go somewhere else. Here
2: here's a fun, here's a fun question, um, Kevin. And you can start and we can all answer. Let's go most fun, exciting scenario for the Saints in 2017. They spend $100 million of Benson's money in free agency. They fix all their holes. They have another really good draft. And in 2017, Drew Brees does 2011, but better. And he wins an MVP. Whether the Saints win the Super Bowl, you don't know because the playoffs get weird. But what the hell would he get on the open market at thirty eight if he put up fifty two hundred yards and forty five touchdowns and the Saints went thirteen and three? Like, what would he get on the open market?
1: I I honestly can't fathom him winning the MVP anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's i I I can't fathom. Mm -hmm. Well I, I no no, I know, but what I'm saying is is the Saints are going to win the Super Bowl before Drew Brees wins a fucking MVP award. Uh, like, it's just
2: not going to happen. It doesn't matter what right, he does. But, but right,
1: it, it doesn't matter what he does. It does not fucking matter got, what he I've does. I've got another good hypothetical. All
2: right. but,
0: but
1: I, I mean, can't answer that hypothetical.
2: I mean, I, I, think, I think a team would give him... It's, it's possible they would give him three years... 100 million dollars. A crazy ass team. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So what's your hypothetical?
0: Cuz cuz they can always hit a, the eject button in year 2. Um All right. So Obviously, no, I mean a team I mean a team,
2: would, I mean a team would give him 3 years, 100 million and guarantee like 70 of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could totally see it. Yeah. Teams teams are desperate for an elite quarterback. I mean Manning made that. Manning made crazy money at thirty eight or thirty nine after neck surgery. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But okay, so I obviously we're all on board that we don't want the Falcons to win the Super Bowl, and if they did, that would be the the biggest disaster. But yeah. you have a choice.
3: I don't want anybody from the either, NFC to win. <laughs>
0: you you can either have Matt Ryan as MVP, but you're guaranteed that the Falcons lose their first playoff game. Or Matt Ryan doesn't win the MVP, but they make the Super Bowl and lose. Which would you take?
2: I think I'd like. Well,
3: I'm, to... I'm, I'm totally okay with them going to the Super Bowl and losing. Nobody remembers the loser in the Super and, Bowl. That, that's...
2: And you get the Super Bowl hangover bonus for next year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm right all for that. Right. That. I'm, yeah. I'm all for yeah. that. Yeah. I'll like, take that. I'm, I'll yeah. take
1: that shit. Plus. Plus, you can say, "Hey, wait! You guys are owing t- you guys made it to the Super Bowl twice. Congratulations! You blew both opportunities."
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Congrats,
0: that's, fella. That's an easy one. So you guys prefer that to the, them getting housed in their first playoff game <laughs> yes. again? Yeah, because I yes. think
2: I think it benefits the Saints more. Especially okay. like if especially if they would either get either get dump trucked in the Super Bowl or Matt Ryan would just be awful.
3: And yeah. I'll also add that. So that, you
0: guys really don't want Matt Ryan winning MVP?
2: No, I just no. I just think I want what benefits the Saints the most, and I think Super Bowl hangover
0: does. Do we do we think Matt Ryan's winning MVP? I think he is. Or would Aaron, Aaron Rodgers or Brady?
2: I think it's going to be tough because I think I think you're going to have split votes. I think Zeke Elliott's gonna get a chunk. I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna get a chunk. I don't think Matt Ryan's gonna get that many votes. I think, what about I Dak think, Prescott? I think
0: Elliot well Elliott and Prescott are gonna cancel each other out, yeah. I think.
2: I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna win. I think Aaron That's Rodgers bullshit. I mean I think, Who
3: do you think, Dave? Who do I think is going to win it? Yeah. Uh shit, it could be Dak Prescott. No way. I mean honest
0: on no way. Honestly, I think Brady is the the best best player in the NFL this year. I I just I don't know if the four game suspension prevents him from winning, but I I think I I think if you look at just number stats, performance, um, obviously it's got to be per capita with Brady because he played. How badly do people
2: want to shove it to Goodell? That's a factor too. Like giving Brady the MVP (laughs) just like sticks it to Goodell.
0: Oh, (laughs) true, true. So that's
2: a. That's a, that's a wild card in there, which wouldn't be bad. I don't. I wouldn't mind that. Like it, Goodell getting the shaft is always a plus. Um, so we'll
3: see. Yeah, uh, the, the other the other thing about the Falcons going to the Super Bowl is that whether you like it or not, it does it does make it interesting for Saints fans. <laughs> You know, it it does give it gives us a rooting interest. We automatically become huge fans of whatever AFC team is playing the Falcons. You
2: mean the Patriots because the AFC playoff bracket is garbage, (laughs) dude. The Saints. I can't believe
3: the Chiefs have a first round bye. That's Saints. The
2: this Saints team, this seven and nine Saints team. If you put them in the AFC bracket, I think they'd have a decent shot to get to the AFC championship.
1: All right, let's get him a puncher's. Get him a you, puncher's chance. You
2: sent him to Houston. They're beating Houston because Houston's starting uh, Brock Eiswaller at quarterback.
3: They're they'd Again, be,
2: they'd beat Houston. They, they'd have to go to New England in the cold or Kansas City in the cold. That could be tough. But dude, I mean the AFC bracket is bad. I mean the Raiders are garbage. Miami's there. I mean, come on, the AFC. <laughs> New England's going. New England's going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> that's that's it you, you think Alex Smith I'm telling you
3: It's going to be Giants Patriots Again
2: yeah, That wouldn't be bad
3: Um,
1: And I'll root for The fucking Giants again Kansas oh, yeah, City is, Kansas City
3: Is sneaky good though Yeah but Alex Smith They did. must be Because they Alex got A freaking And Andy by.
1: And you got Andy Reid On the troll On the sidelines man It's <laughs> like It's true It's true <clears throat> uh, Kansas City's going to get
2: Kansas City Where's my other rant Kevin Yeah what was Your other rant
3: yeah, we were talking about the, about the f-
1: Falcons. Yeah,
2: but I mean, I okay, so
1: all right.
3: <laughs> we just send so, them out cold.
1: <laughs> um so I'm on Twitter last night and some knucklehead Falcon fan yeah, they starts getting too. into it. I don't even know who I don't even know where from 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 what from what bog this guy emerged from. <laughs> but this clown shoe starts getting into it and he's like I got a Falcons yeah got a Falcons baby. and I'm just like what what win a playoff game score more than two points in a playoff game and come to me and then he retweets this 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 other goofball Falcon fan who's like yeah the Falcons are good you know Falcons uh, just two more wins baby just two more wins and and I re- I screen grabbed this because I didn't want this this person to delete the tweet. I screen grab it oh, and, move. and I say move.
3: veteran veteran internet guy move.
1: And I say, wait, wait a second. What are you talking about? I, I, and I send it to, to this, to the first knucklehead. I say, hang on a minute. Y'all ain't going to win a championship. What, what are you talking about? I said, it, do you not, do you not see it? Like, listen, I'm, listen, I'm in St. Louis. I'm an expert on, on piss poor educational systems, uh, <laughs> I'm from New Orleans, also further an expert on piss-poor public education systems. The Atlanta public education system must be the drizzling shits if you Falcon fans think you only need to win two more games to (laughs) win a championship. (laughs) Okay? Now, I explained this to the Falcon fan— And and he wouldn't acknowledge it. He chose not to acknowledge it. Which game was he omitting? He just didn't didn't recognize it. uh, He just didn't answer me. He didn't answer me on that. He said, "Ah, the Falcons are going to win a championship, and that victory party is going to be sweet. I said, okay, yeah, you're not getting an invite. One, one, because nobody gives a shit about you. And two, there ain't going to be a victory party. It's going to be a pity party. And it's gonna be you and five other jackasses all wearing Michael Vick jerseys talking about the good old days. That's what it's gonna be. That's what that's gonna be. And then and then uh, I I I get brought down into a rabbit hole looking at other uh, Falcon <laughs> fan tweets and this, that, and the other thing. Matt Ryan's gonna win the MVP, blah, 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 blah. They, they
2: are they are riding that hard.
1: they will have that. Oh, good lord, like like like. Like the back of a video, you know, like those movies in the back of an old video store uh, that I used to work at. Uh, blockbuster. All right, well, no, 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 no. Hey, I'm not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go so, ahead. so I get on this, and it's like, oh yeah, Drew Breesio, pad stats, pad stats, pad stats. Has Matt Ryan hit five thousand yards once in his life? Once in his in his in his professional career? No. He may never hit 5,000 yards, and people want to piss and moan. Uh, Drew Brees has more 5,000-yard seasons than the next four guys combined have 5,000 yards. They each only got it once. Peyton Manning, as awesome as he is, he broke the record for single yards in a season. That was his one time over 5,000. Drew Brees done it five, five goddamn times. Did Rich Gannon get pissed on? When when he was prolific as as a passer, and was he being told, "Oh, he's collecting stats"? Did Peyton Manning get told he's collecting stats? Did Tom Brady get told he's collecting stats? Matt Stafford, all these other guys, were they always told they were collecting stats? No, it's all it's only Drew, only Drew somehow gets hit with this bullshit. Oh, he's padding stats, padding stats, and I'm hearing it from Falcon fans. I said, "Let me tell you something." Actually, I didn't even get to say this to him because I just had to turn my phone off, otherwise I'd have chucked it out of my goddamn house into the street. I tell you what. I hope the Falcons go to the Super Bowl and get pantsed in front of the largest audience. I hope it starts off as the largest audience ever. and then by the four, and then by the third quarter, by the third quarter. Nobody's even paying attention anymore. I hope the ratings get cut in half right after halftime because nobody cares anymore because the Falcons are getting goddamn obliterated on national television. I hope I hope all other. I hope the Falcons are the last franchise to win a Super Bowl. I hope the Lions get in ahead of them. I hope the Browns get in ahead of them. I hope the Chargers get in. I hope I hope Jacksonville wins a goddamn. I hope if I hope if Goodell gets his big boy gets his gets his Christmas wish and they get a franchise in another freaking city, like if they somehow get a thirty third team or some bullshit in London. I hope that franchise wins a Super Bowl. I hope, in fact, I hope it laps the field again. I hope the Browns win it twice before the Falcons get one. Let won. me tell you something. And then I tell you what, I personally hope that every living Falcon fan now is in the cold <laughs> fucking earth before the Falcons win a Super Bowl.
2: <laughs> Let me tell you something. The NFL, okay? the na- team. TV- you
1: will be me, you. I hope my grandkids are in the home on their deathbeds before the Falcons <laughs> a win a off. Super That's Bowl. a long way off. Me, he win he a Super not even Bowl. Let me tell
2: you something.
1: Okay. Let me... I hope they are literally playing in actual Megatron's asshole. Not just that shitty stadium that they're that they're building, oh and, and that, that that the city and state of Atlanta and Georgia got boondoggled into. I hope that I hope we are invaded by giant actual robots in the future. They become our overlords, force us to play s- sports f- f- for their own amusement, and then the Falcons win a Super Bowl playing literally in Megatron's asshole. <laughs>
2: So, Atlanta-Kansas City would be the lowest Super Bowl rating of the last 30 years if that happened. The NFL exec- TV executives would be jumping out of windows. If you had Matt Ryan, Good. Matt Good. Ryan and Alex Smith, the only thing Good. would be like Good. Uh, maybe, maybe like the Texans-Atlanta. That would be pretty bad, too, because you'd have like Phil Savage or whoever the quarterback is for the Texans. That'd be bad. Tom Savage. Tom Savage, Phil
1: Savage. Um, <laughs> Savage, pardon.
2: <laughs> all right, we got we got a question, so we'll try to get through them. Uh, this is from Dylan. Who is more likely to be back next year, Jari Evans or Nick Fairley? Dave, who's more likely to be
3: back <laughs> Oh, next year? Jesus. Well, considering the Saints are going to do the opposite of what I think they should do and probably sign Nick Fairley to a six-year, $70 million contract, I'm going to say Nick Fairley.
2: That's about the going rate for a defensive tackle with six and a half sacks, Dave.
3: God. You think you're,
2: you're, you're, you're making it funny, but you're really not.
3: No, the funny part is that the Saints are going to be the idiots that do it. This is
2: the, uh, Should the life, Saints dude. target an elite offensive weapon in free agency this offseason? Yes, a guard. <laughs> uh, um, what? Andrew, was this 7 and was this year 7 and 9 record to be blamed on coaching or the players?
0: Uh, I'm going to respond to that question, but first I'm going to say elite offensive player. I would like to see a dynamic receiving back. They were hoping to get that with Spiller. Nope. I still think this offense yep. would benefit oh, yeah, I remember from him. That. And and as as much as as much as I love Ingram and Ingram has played well enough that Uh, He deserves to be on the field, regardless of the play call. Uh, Again, I would love to see him complimented by a back that's like the Reggie Bush, Sproles type guy. I believe
2: there's a certain free agent that is available that his wife could lift the curse.
0: His his wife. His wife. His wife.
2: Sproles is a free agent. His wife. Sproles is a free agent, right? You could bring back Sproles. uh, I'm pretty sure his
3: wife burned that bridge. I nah,
1: never had yeah. it. it doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure Sproles also said he's retiring after this year. No,
2: next he's going to play. Is he
0: d- is he is he is he going back to Philly? I think
2: he's Yeah, be- that's what I meant. Oh, he's got one more year. Okay. I don't uh, know. That would be the fan base would be pumped if they brought back Sproles. Oh yeah, that'd would be they? awesome. Are you uh, kidding me. Has Larry Holder become he's the He's still eight, good. Has he is. Wait,
0: wait, wait. So hold on there. I I didn't answer the other question. So, uh so 7 and 9 more to blame on on the players or who? The coaches. Definitely, the I would say definitely the coaches, and, and I would say, I would say specifically Greg McMahon because he's responsible for at least two, maybe three losses. We're talking about nine, seven, ten, and six. And I mean, he was so bad at his job. I mean, they brought in like, the bobs. Whatever. How they, bad he had, was he? They, they they had to bring in the bobs. They they brought in <laughs> the bobs and asked Greg McMahon, "What is it?"
2: you do here let me tell you something (laughs) sean payton leaving discussion i'm a people person (laughs) (laughs) sean payton the talk of all the talk of sean payton will he stay or will he go has uh sidetracked the media from asking a very important question of sean payton why haven't you fired greg mcmahon yet that Mm -hmm. didn't get asked and usually the firings come right like this week or next right if it if they're gonna do anything, Andrew, it would be pretty soon, right? Usually, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I I just think I I just think, you know, I I think you could blame the players from the standpoint of injuries, but I don't really think you can blame the players from the standpoint of like talent or effort. Um, it I, I thought the effort was good all year. Um, I just think injuries and talent, you know. It kind of Dude. prevented them from Hot. being as good as they could have been. This is from it's Brian. kind of important. This is from Brian. Yeah. Hi-
2: higher probability. Kind of a big deal. Higher probability. Sober Ralph for 2017 or Peyton nets Saints two first round draft picks in a trade. Uh, you've got a higher odds of of me being sober. There is no way on God's green earth. I mean, a team give up two number ones for Sean. Can can any of you? even conceive of a team being that desperate and stupid as to give the Saints no. two number ones for well, Sean Payton.
3: Yes, the Browns could no, do that. No, but, no, uh, no. no the
2: Browns happening. whole plan is to... Uh, to They might be terrible, but their whole strategy now is to acquire draft picks. Um, oh. Jim Ursay on a... Wait, th- on what a, was... Oh, go ahead. Jim Irsay on a two-day bender of like Percocet, bourbon, and cocaine... <laughs> Maybe, and it's just a maybe. It wouldn't necessarily happen. Um,
3: Wait, what was the Larry Holder question?
2: The Larry Holder question is: Larry Holder the new Ian Rappaport of New Orleans?
3: I no, feel, no. I feel like this Larry is, did, a,
2: is... did, did. I feel like Larry did a bang up job reporting this. Like I, I don't, I don't think, I don't feel like Larry was throwing stuff against the wall. I feel like La- Larry was really.
3: You know. Yeah, that, this is exactly what I was what I was talking about earlier. earlier you know, Ian Rappaport's job is to cover the entire league. He has he's covering thirty two teams. Larry Holder's job is to cover one team, the Saints. You know, I, 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 Ian Rappaport's source could be some guy in a bathroom stall that uh, knocks three times on the on the sidewall. You know, Larry Holder, I would have to assume, and would like to think that uh, he, he's got a lot different sources and, and better sources and and more inside sources. So like I said earlier, if, if Larry Holder is reporting it, then I believe it. But but when somebody like La uh, uh and Fora or Rappaport is reporting it, I you know, I, I certainly I question it. All
2: right, Kevin, I saved this question for you. I'm glad I remembered to do it. This is a front runner. I know it's early in 2017, but this is front runner for for fan question of the year. This is from Chris <laughs> Stefanka. Kevin, since the saints have graduated from sports hernias to broken legs as the inju- as the injury du jour, what's next? Pneumonia, pneumonia, juvenile diabetes, or my personal favorite, a hysterical pregnancy.
1: <laughs> I mean, I- hey. <laughs>
2: He didn't specify with the hysterical pregnancy, so I don't know if it's like a a Saints male player that that thinks they're pregnant, or they actually are pregnant, or it's a what, you know, like, he didn't specify, so you can do with that what you will. Uh, hang on a second,
1: (laughs) let me, I've got an answer somewhere, let me make sure I've got the right answer here. God damn it.
2: Dr. Page and Dr. Kevin.
1: Yeah. All righty.
3: Dabalina, Mr. Dob. Bob Davalina.
1: Well, uh, if I if I would have to answer that question, I would have to say that it's the Gortamor, uh, which is uh, the the Gaelic way of saying uh, the Great Famine. So I think what we're looking at is we're looking at all of our crops just just uh, withering and dying, and uh, and 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 the Saints players who do ingest the food. Uh, would be would be uh, cripplingly ill for the season. So uh, that I would have to say would be uh, would be my pick for for the the uh, the strange uh, the strange medical. Would so be uh, like Jari uh, Evans out with
2: a crop famine.
3: Uh,
1: I would say Jari Evans would be out with a gout. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, thanks, Chris. You're you're a front runner for question of the year. If we gave out prizes, you. or maybe
1: forty feet.
2: Cody Fleener out with the scurvy, so to speak. <laughs> so, thanks to everyone for the, for the for the question, and once again, if 200 of you donate $12, as soon as we hit 200 people that donate $12, you get two extra podcasts a month. So you want to donate? Help out the cause. So um, I'll
1: ask Father Houlihan to raid the collection
2: plate for us. <laughs> so you can find Kevin on the Twitters, he doesn't have the Irish accent on Twitter, or maybe he can figure out. You can how to... just
1: imagine what I'm saying in an Irish accent.
2: And then you can go to Saints Nation. Andrew's got his Andrew, do you have your grades up. I do. Even though it's holiday time, Andrew's always on it. Uh, C
1: minus all the way around. Dave, you'll be you'll
2: be writing at least one article on Canal Street Chronicles in 2017,
3: right? Probably just about one, maybe two.
2: <laughs> <laughs> not
3: including this po- each podcast
2: so for dave for kevin for andrew uh, i'm ralph until next week the bar is closed
1: cheerio well, i'm glad we're done i got to go polish shillelagh.